Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is going to be about possessed dolls, haunted dolls, however you want to say it. And of course, before I get started, we're going to do the whole spiel. You can go to ParanormalIncOhio.com, there you can see the main business page, there you can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. And you can also check out our crystals with all the powers that they hold. You can look at the sage bundles for everything cleansing. You can also check out the bracelets, pins, and necklaces that go along with the crystals. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio Group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we talk about everything paranormal. You give me ideas for shows. I come up with the research. Do the shows and sometimes give you guys shoutouts or have you on the shows. There you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio on TikTok and YouTube. There you can check out some old ghost stories and ghost hunts. And of course, you can check out the Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast on all podcast venues. So, I usually say that at the end of the episode. But I decided to say it in the beginning first because I want to get that out of the way. Because I'm about to tell you guys a, a, a a good story about some haunted, possessed dolls. Now, if you guys are on my Facebook page for Paranormal Inc. Ohio, you will know that I have come across some haunted dolls from an oddity store. And these dolls are very active. Um, I keep them in my office, and my office is always jumping with some type of activity. And I know on here before we have talked about many different possessed, haunted, or spiritually attached things we've talked about annabelle we've talked about robert the doll we've talked about the uh, the boy painting many things like that i have always wanted things like that i have a few other things that are spiritually attached by something but these dolls really just are something different when i first saw these dolls it was just out of random we had went to an oddity store and we walked inside, and I seen them in a case, in a display case. There was three of them. And it had the background story. And the background story was, and this is how it goes, that Mrs. Blankenship owned these dolls. And she owned them for many years. And she has a lot of these dolls. Hundreds and hundreds of these dolls. She kept them in her house Until her husband was just fed up with them and creeped out by them so much that he made her put them in the attic and kept them there. She begged for him to let her bring them down and she, or he never would. So when he eventually passed, she immediately brought the dolls down, put them all in her room. Not long after that, Mrs. Blankenship became bedridden, could not get out of bed. Mrs. Blankenship's children would come to the house and would take care of her. Her needs for going to the bathroom, eating, taking medications, so on and so forth. Mrs. Blankenship's children would notice that the dolls would look like they're just staring right at Mrs. Blankenship. It would creep them out so much that they would spin the dolls around the other way to make them face in a different direction. They would leave for a few minutes, an hour, come back, And the dolls would all be facing back towards Mrs. Blankenship again. Now you have to remember, Mrs. Blankenship is bedridden. She cannot get out of bed at all. And only one child at a time 
would go there to take care of her. That way the other children could work their scheduled hours at their jobs. So that was one thing they didn't really have an answer for. Another thing is they all say, they all would say that Mrs. Blankenship would talk to the dolls every day, all day. And sometimes they would hear other voices talking back to Mrs. Blankenship. They would hurry up and go to the room to find out who was saying something. And there would only be her and, of course, the dolls in the room. This went on for quite some time. It really scared her kids. They would try to talk her into getting rid of the dolls. They also thought that the dolls were just evil because they would hear what sounded like tiny footsteps throughout the house. What sounded like children running around. They also heard children's laughter. They heard children's cries. Young children. And they knew that there was no young children in the house because the children of Mrs. Blankenship would never bring their their children over because they tried to before and the dolls terrified the children that they never wanted to come back. And Mrs. Blankenship chose to keep the dolls out instead of letting her grandkids come over. So Mrs. Blankenship started getting very even more in poor health, very sick, very rapidly. It got to the point where she only wanted to talk to the dolls. She didn't want to talk to her kids. Her kids were hurt by it, of course, but again, they thought it was just the sickness, it was the disease taking her over. She didn't know what she was doing. Mrs. Blankenship eventually passed away, and the kids that went to the house to clean up after the funeral and everything like that. They wanted to get the house cleaned out. They said when they walked in, they all heard what sounded like crying. Like a lot of children crying. It was all coming from Mrs. Blankenship's room. So they ran to the room to see what it was. And of course there's nothing, just hundreds and hundreds of dolls. So at this point, They're ready to get rid of these dolls. They want them gone. They don't want them in the family anymore. So they package some of them up and they decide they're going to give them away. So they gave them to a a thrift store, like a Goodwill or something like that. And they put the few that this one thrift store got. Because they couldn't just load them all on one person. So they were taking them to different thrift stores. Well, the first set of them went to a thrift store, and the thrift store owner called them within two days and said, we need you to come back and get these dolls. Ever since we've got these dolls, the lights flicker on and off. Customers are being attacked by stuff being thrown at them. They hear voices around when there's nobody there. Um, The staff is hearing things at night when they're locking the building up. They think that there's somebody in the building Uh, motion detectors are being set off the police are being called there by their security alarms it's happened two days in a row they're thinking it's the dolls so they want to get rid of them because they watch the footage back on the cameras and wherever the dolls were is where things would be thrown at customers and they put two and two together that this stuff didn't start happening until the dolls became in their possession so they went and picked up the dolls and now they really don't know what to do. They're stuck with all the dolls. They 
they know that if they take it to another thrift store, something like this is going to happen. So, I mean, that's what they did. They took it to another thrift store, the same thing. A couple days later, two, three days later, they're calling back saying, I need you to come get these dolls. We just don't want them. This thrift store didn't want to explain anything. All they said was, you need to come get these dolls now or we're going to destroy them. And the children of Mrs. Blankenship did not want the dolls destroyed because they were Mrs. Blankenship's, you know, prized possessions. So they didn't want them destroyed. Um, So they put them up on, you know eBay, Craigslist, whatever was out there that they could put them on. And that's where the owner of the oddity store found the site for the dolls and asked them to bring them in and maybe she would take them off their hands. So she got some of them and she decided she wanted all of them. So she keeps them in a storage unit and she'll bring them out from time to time into her oddity store to where you can go and purchase them. But there's some of them that she doesn't keep to let be purchased. She keeps them down in the basement of her oddity store. That's where she houses some of the most evil things that she says she thinks are evil. So I went there with my uh, wife and we walked in and we both immediately saw them. Uh, My wife was adamant of not getting them. She did not want me to have them. And I said, come on, it'll be okay. Nothing, what can go wrong? I said, we've got this other stuff. I don't keep them in the house. And I can investigate them and do some hunts with them and try to find out what's going on. So eventually, I got her to agree to it. She said, these dolls will not go in our house. They will stay out in your office. And that is it. And I agreed to it. I said, fine, we can do that. So we purchased the first three. It was Mildred, Mia, and Margaret. And when we got these dolls, I took them in and immediately started to investigate them. I also took the extra step to get a, I don't know, like a display box to keep them in that was glass. Because I don't want whatever is spiritually attached to them to... 100% be able to get out and, you know, wreak havoc or whatever it wants to do. So I investigated them, in which all this investigative material will be put on Facebook. It will be uploaded to the Paranormal Inc. Ohio Facebook page and the Facebook group page. So if you guys want to see this, this stuff, I'm going to be uploading it to the page. So anyways, I started investigating it and... Immediately, I was getting things on the on the, the spirit box, uh, mommy, daddy, things like that. The ovulus box would pop up. I'm scared, or mommy again. We would hear what sound like cries. All I know is, is I couldn't go without you know saying hi to the dolls every day. Some time went by, and we were going down to where the area where the oddity store is. And we decided to go in to maybe see, and yeah, we wanted to check the oddity store out again and see what was going on. And then the same display case was more dolls. And immediately, I had I had to have them. 
there was two inside the case and then there was some in she told us to come back to the back where customers aren't supposed to go and there was I believe two or three other dolls back there as well and that is the day we got Ebby, Lady D and Baby Love and Tommy or Thomas as he likes to come across every piece of equipment I have and will say Thomas whenever I will call him Tommy when my wife first looked at Thomas and when I first looked at Thomas immediately felt just dread it just felt like there was something bad about this doll the eyes are black it is the strangest doll and the oddity store owner was very reluctant to come off of Thomas too I mean it took some it took some talking and it wasn't because she wanted money she said that she loved these dolls just like Mrs. Blankenship did and she wants them to go someplace good and you know I told her that I'm just going to investigate them we're going to have conversations I'm not going to disrespect them in any way shape or form they're going to have their own little homes and they're going to have their own little spots and I will communicate with them every day and that was a part of the deal like, I have to communicate with these dolls every single day so she agreed we purchased them took them home and Ebby is another one that gives me the feeling of something bad and it does the same with my wife um, we put Ebby, Lady D and Thomas and Baby Love in the same area as Margaret, Mia, and Mildred. And Mia, being the tiniest doll that I have, does not like being around Thomas. If I bring Thomas near her, you get immediate cries of what sounds like a small child crying. And it just, my obvious box will say, no, 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 go, and then away. And then it'll say, Thomas. And when I'm investigating Thomas with alongside of Mia, the K2 meter is just absolutely going insane. I'm getting spikes in temperature. They're going low, then they're going high. And you just feel weird. It's almost like he's trying to use your energy to try to do or say something. So I keep them separated for the most part. Then... I went to the oddity store. It was quite some time. And we went back to the oddity store. And I looked in to the display case. And there was a doll there in her own little box. I didn't have to get a box for this one. And her name was Francesca. Now ever since I've got Francesca, a lot of crazy stuff has happened. There is just... You feel dread when you walk into my office. Francesca will be looking directly at the door. And I know for a fact that I face her forward and away from everything. And when I first brought her home, I would put her next to, you know, her brothers and sisters. Because she's a Blankenship doll as well. And I would come back out later and it it's moved a couple, like, I don't know, a couple inches. First it was a couple inches, maybe five inches and then like a whole foot and you know I, I can't explain it I go to the camera system and the camera system has, has failed 
and then there's one camera up that sees it maybe move maybe not move it's just it gets real grainy i don't understand what's going on with the equipment the equipment has never had a problem before this and now all this stuff is happening um a lot of people believe that francesca is evil demonically haunted because i've gotten sick my wife has gotten sick and people are trying to and some people are trying to say that francesca is doing this i don't know i'm still investigating everything to find out a definite answer to all this because i know when i turn francesca away from the door and i leave and i come back she's facing towards the door and it's not like her whole box is moving it's her inside the box moving I, I don't get it. Thomas also moves around in his box. Lady D will bow. She'll be straight up. And then will be leaning in her head into the glass. So. I, I and That's why I'm doing all this investigating. I've got them on 24 hour constant surveillance now. With night vision cameras. Motion detectors. Everything. If something happens, those cameras will pick them up. I've done... I put Francesca by herself with a static camera in front of her for an entire night. I'm talking... I think it was like 12 or 14 hours. I ran this camera. And the EVPs that I picked up alone was just insane. It took me forever to go through the footage, and I'm writing it all down, the time when it happened, what was said, and it just, it absolutely blows my mind. And again, this will all be put on Paranormal Inc. Ohio's Facebook page. You just go to ParanormalIncOhio.com, it'll take you straight there. I did a live hunt with Thomas, and the things that Thomas was saying was just absolutely insane. I did it live on Facebook. That way you guys got to see it firsthand, just like I do. And Thomas did not disappoint whatsoever. Um, again, you can go to ParanormalLinkOhio.com and you can check out that replay of that live. Um, it's just insane what these dolls do. I know that ever since I've got these dolls, I've had some really weird dreams. Um, I don't know if they're trying to attach to me. Like they attach to Mrs. Blankenship or like they attach to the oddity store owner. I'm not quite sure. I know that there is more. And I want more. Um, I'm waiting. I've sent messages to the oddity store owner. She's a really nice person. Really good person. Good owner. She has a great business. Um, and she works with me for getting the dolls because she believes that the dolls are going into a good place. So... And the more and more of these dolls I get, the more and more stuff begins to happen. Knox. I mean, you would not believe my officers. Knox. Uh, it sounds like children's voices. It sounds like somebody low talking. And I get EVPs. I get K2 meter jumps. My ovulus box goes nuts with different, with different words. And some of them make sense. Some of them don't. And this just continues to go on and on. So, I am going to start doing more live hunts with the dolls on Facebook Live. 
Thursday and Friday nights. I go live at 10 p.m. Fear Friday is our 10 p.m. Friday lives. That is where the live investigation of the dolls is going to be. I'm going to do them one by one and then put them together and so on and so forth. That way you guys can see and hear everything that I see in here. And here in the next, you know, throughout the coming months, I'm going to be, you know, putting the stuff I found in the investigations that I've done with these dolls on Facebook, on Twitter, not Twitter, I'm sorry, I don't have a Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok, and YouTube, so on and so forth. And then the more that I continue with them, I'm going to upload more and more because I want you guys to see what goes on with this. Um, I'm very excited. I'm so I was so excited to tell you guys about them and everything that's going on with them as well. So that was tonight's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode on possessed dolls. I know that I am excited that I that I have these dolls and that I can put some truth behind the paranormal so people can actually see and hear whether they want to believe or not that's on them that's on everybody you know I have an open mind no judging towards anybody you can come on here and say I don't believe in this I don't believe in that you know you're crazy I've heard it all before so I do this stuff because I want the truth to be you know known about the paranormal so I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode Um, You can check out new episodes Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of the podcast at 10 p.m. on all podcast venues. Tomorrow and Wednesday night will be new episodes of the podcast. And then Thursday and Friday night, I am live on Facebook. Thursday, I'm live at 10 p.m. for a small discussion and some ghost stories on the paranormal. And Friday night is my Fear Fridays where we will be doing live investigations and more in-depth conversations about all things paranormal. So... Again, guys, have a great night. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, I love each and every one of you. That's why I keep doing this. And you guys will hear me tomorrow night. Thanks, guys.